Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to another episode of Fruit of the Boom Podcast. Episode 13. Baker's Dozen. Brother. Got my man, Master Wiki, right here. My name is JBJR. Guess who we got? Guess who we got? It's our first call-in guest. First call-in. This man, Ben Bounce. Gentlemen, it's an honor and a pleasure to uh, be here with you today. I've been a long-time listener, first-time caller. Hey! Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, pumped to be with you guys. I've been listening since the first episode. So, yeah, I'm super excited to chat with you guys, man. Dude, the honor is all ours, man. We appreciate you coming on the show for real, for real, man. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, man. So, you know, just like, literally just like I told you a couple minutes ago, uh, we keep the show natural and simple, man. We just keep it free flow conversation. I ask you something, and we just go from there. That's kind of how yeah. we just keep it, you know what I'm saying? Sounds good, man. Yes, sir. So, um, just start it off, man, as I start with anyone, man. Like, uh, tell us a little bit about your history with music production. Like, tell us how you got into the game to start with. Yeah, you know, when I talked to Matt yesterday, I started, like, writing down a timeline of my <laughs> life with music. It's yes. funny, but it's like... You know, it's weird how long I've actually been involved in doing this. It kind of was creepy to try to put together like dates and stuff. Um, oh man! But uh, this is the I most mean, I guess... bounce thing ever, by the way, guys. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it, it's uh, you know, I took it back to like when I bought my first you know rap CD, which was uh, Public Enemy in 1991, mm-hmm. uh, and and when I first started DJing in 1996. Um, and then kind of from there just uh moving to audio production school uh etc uh just uh, it just goes back so long and it, it's been such a great fun time <laughs> um let's see so 96 i ended up going to college up in ohio okay trying yeah. to get my dj chops up there okay um came back to town and uh decided want to go back to audio school and went to the conservatory of recording arts that's in tempe arizona okay. um, so i kind of got focused on uh doing audio and learning how to work on big boards and stuff and did you meet um, did you meet jersey there i did that's actually where i first met jersey yeah uh, we were kind of two uh two guys he was in the class i guess ahead of me they kind of did these uh four week cycles and he was one step ahead of me but uh yeah that was the first experience with that uh gentleman and obviously we are still good homies to this day yeah uh, nice. still making good tunes to this day but uh Got out of school and came back to St. Louis, and strangely enough, I, I caught on at a studio called Jupiter Studios, which was downtown in St. Louis, and that's when I had my first run-in with Mr. Matt Sawicki. Hey. hey! That devil. <laughs> and, yeah, that was, uh, that was next level, but, um, but, it, was, uh, but it was good, and, and I didn't realize it at the time, you know, the relationship me and Matt would end up building. Uh, but, um, yeah, I was, uh, interning there at Jupiter and he was the intern coming in right after me. So yeah, it was kind of a, a weird crossover before I, I came back to town for good and, um, ended up working with Matt a ton. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. So yeah, I was out in Colorado and that's when I first got a hold of Reason, which I guess has kind of been my weapon of choice. Um, ever since then I spent a summer in a basement and came out making beats. Hey, there you go. Reason's a... a- one one other time on this show, I think you're number two. I think yeah, nice. trifecta is number trifecta one. Trifecta is number one. Yeah, definitely. definitely number one. I think you're the only other one. I don't think it's as popular as it used to be right now, but you're still murdering it. <laughs> uh, yeah, which is they are they've made some really big advances. You know, yeah. they're mm-hmm. allowing like third party um, plugins that's, and all kinds of different stuff. Now, that's what so. they needed to do, man. That, yeah, they really did. 
Yeah, they did, man. So tell us, like, uh, speaking of reason, man. So how do you? So tell us a little bit about like your history of reason, man. Like how, like how do you feel about reason? Like, yeah. Like things like that. Like just give us a little bit of your background sure. on reason. Um. Yeah. I mean, it. I think I love it so much just because it was the first thing I learned, and it kind of just became pretty natural. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had an MPC, but um, I've never been one to really kind of bang out stuff on pads. For some reason, it's always been kind of drawing and placing things inside of a grid and yeah um that's always kind of just worked better with my brain so um a guy gave me a bootleg copy of reason 2.5 um and uh i just he kind of showed me some really super basic stuff on um how, how to you know chopping stuff up on his end i ended up using pro tools so you mm-hmm. know now they have all the you know time stretch and everything inside yeah um but then it was uh i would chop everything up inside pro tools and just kind of dump in what i needed mm-hmm. um and it just kind of it just kind of grooved with my brain. Sure. Um, and it's just kind of stuck ever since. I've tried all different kinds of platforms. Nothing's been able to take like reason. It's kind of stuck. But um, yeah, I love it. I, I had two five a bootleg version, then I went up to four, and now I'm at eight. And hell yeah. Um, yeah, dude, just a really easy program for me to use, and um, they keep making it better, which is uh, which is great. They like you said, going to third party really kind of helped them. I think hit another different part of the market and um, definitely makes it more fun to me to try different stuff. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So, what do you lose? Uh, do you lose any particular hardware uh, when you use Reason? And if so, like, what exactly do you use? Yeah, I have a um, I have a M Audio KeyStation 88 that I use uh, just to do keyboard pieces, um, and then I've got a, a little Focusrite uh, Pre, and I have some. Uh, my original KRKV8s that I bought back when I was in Colorado, they're still rocking. Hell yeah. Um, nice, nice, nice. Other than that, yeah, I just use my uh, my MacBook and uh, cranking it out. Don't use a ton of hardware. I have some keyboards, but I always fool myself into thinking that I'm going to sit here and play with them. But in reality, <laughs> I just yeah, they have everything built in. Uh, and then I've got my turntable set up. I've got a, a Rain 57 and a pair of 1200s, which I will use for cutting and scratching. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. So... You like to sample, right? You're a big sample head. That's it, man. I I I am the sample guy. Yeah, for <laughs> sure, man. I, I love it. So what, hell yeah. So when you're you're usually pulling from uh, digital files, or are you pulling from wax? You know, either one. I you know, I used to be super um, super hardcore. You know, vinyl only. Yeah. Right. Not gonna go digital. Like there was a time when I didn't even want to mess with Serato. I'm like, nah, vinyl only. Like dude, too hardcore purist. Like, oh man, you guys suck. Um, but now it's like, man, I don't have the money or the time to go digging anymore. Yeah. Like, or much less the access that you can get like you can online, dude. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, go online and find some just totally random records or cachet of, of samples that, man, I can't, I couldn't find that at a record store for, yeah. you know, less than a few hundred dollars. So oh, shit. it really kind of opens up different avenues and uh, you can find great sound quality there too. So, um, and worst case scenario, just mask it with some really fun effects. That's what I'm um, saying. But, uh, but yeah, man, I'm I'm all about wherever you can dig and find those samples, man. Just um, just do it. It doesn't necessarily have to be from vinyl, even though that's um, totally fun and great. I still love to go to the thrift store like anybody else. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, there's something to be said about being able to find those big caches online and you know taking that as well. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, absolutely nothing wrong with that, man. I mean, I think it's the new wave. It's kind of like just like we just talked about on last episode, like with the um, I think it's kind. I don't know if you heard about it being. I mean, and if you haven't, definitely check it out. Uh, called I think Tracklib. Yeah. Yeah, so about just like how you get like all just like unclear, just like clear samples just right there at your fingertips. You buying it like 
online stuff like you buy a song like on Amazon or iTunes yeah. and just buying this like, so outright and just using the sample right there and just everything's royalty free just go from there yeah that's crazy I yeah. can't even I can't even imagine that that's wild man dude <laughs> man when I found out when I found that out I'm like oh dude I instantly signed up I haven't heard back about anything so I don't know if it still started up yet but whenever they fully release everything dude I'm on it like I promise you there's one that's <laughs> out that um uh, my homie Sean Boutsel Prism he uses it like uh, it's like some search function on his computer, and all he has to do is uh, basically like type in what he wants, and it's uh, a subscription that he pays. He gets like so many whatever uh, credits or something a month, and then like you get to download whatever you want. It's all it's all license free, you know. It, like he's already got really? it all. Yeah, and it's like he can look up anything he wants. Um, huh? That's it, pretty amazing. Yeah, it's real wild. I, I don't remember what it's called. I'd have to hit him up and. Um, you know that would take time. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, do that, man. Let <laughs> that's us. That's a lot of work, though, man. I, I guess my thought has always been, if uh, somebody comes chasing after me, then I've done something right. That's so right. I'll just, like. I'll just kind of let them keep chasing me if they want to. Yeah. There you and go. You, 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 and I know personally know that you like to grab those crazy rare records from overseas, and it's like, how are they even going to find this shit? You know. Right. That's also true. I mean, yeah, it's uh, if you can keep it as as odd as possible. Um, definitely gonna gonna make it more difficult for them to track down yeah so, uh yeah just make it make it weird and make it fun and yeah just <laughs> keep it out of their hands hell yeah hell yeah so you know let's go in and get in a little bit different topic man um so uh me actually all three of us have been part of the same uh scene dealing with uh music producer battles so uh go ahead and tell us a little bit about your history with how you got into all the beat battles in general because you've been definitely one of the probably the most legendary competitors that has competed in the st louis scene oh, man. yeah so hands down so i wanted i want people to know like how did you come in to get into beat battles yeah. so um i think when i came back from colorado i was really looking for an outlet right i had just really learned how to make beats um, and I wanted to be able to to somehow show them off, you know. I I for uh, forever we had listened to eighty eight point one and listened mm-hmm. to, you know, G Wiz and Mystic and Sylvester the Cat, like breaking all these records. And I'm yeah. like, how can I get involved, like, in this scene? Um, so uh, I think the first battles I went to were the Integrity Beat battles, and those were thrown by uh, Tech Supreme and Finsta and Trackstar. No I'm not shit. Mistaken. Okay. Uh, and I'm pretty sure those were like um, 06, 07, uh-huh, probably okay. like in there. And I think that was when I first got the balls to actually get on stage and like share. Where was what that at? Come out of my brain. Those were down at Blueberry Hill. Those were in the, in the room. duck room. Usually in the uh, Elvis yeah, usually, room. Elvis um, room. A little bit of both. I think oh, they did a, okay. a, a few smaller ones over in the Elvis room, and they definitely had the duck room a couple times too. So nice. Okay. Um, but those were always fun. They would do guests. Um, I think that's and, where uh, I first met any of those people. I think you brought me yeah. out to that one of those battles, and I totally possible. Yeah, and, and it was um, in the Elvis room. That's why I was like, "It's in the Elvis room." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but yeah, and that's uh, that was my first real experience. Um, and then from there, you kind of learn what uh, what people are looking for, how to properly construct a beat for a battle. Right, you got a minute oh, yeah. and a half. You know how you know you're gonna smack him in the face off the bat. You're gonna do a little build. Like where are you gonna go? Um, so, and it's funny how, how much, like, even that's just affected, like, how I make beats now. I still yeah. make beats for beat battles, like, in my brain. Um, <laughs> so that was probably the first go. Um, and it's funny, when I was listening to your podcast with Sean, you guys were tossing around a bunch of names of, like, battles. So I, I, like, I wanted to go back and, like, do all the research of, like, when all this stuff was. Yeah. Um, 
So after that, um, you know, Sean uh, got Scribble Jam to do a prelim here, and that would have been um, summer of 2008. Uh-huh. Uh, and that was that battle was crazy. Like uh, I, there was, I was a last one in line, and there was probably like I don't know, 14, 15 dudes in that battle. Oh uh-huh. shit! Um, and uh, at the end, it came down to uh, me and Black Spade in the final. What? Um, and hey. somehow I somehow I beat Black Spade. Much love to Black Spade. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. That and that was probably the defining moment of my life. I and I sat here, I'm like, dude, I just like was able to come out on top of, of a, a legend, really. Right. Um, in my mind, a dude who's so incredibly talented. Right. Um, and somehow uh, Ben Bounce knock out the win. So that was uh, that was fun. Uh, hey, and man, then, I, uh, I bet I yeah. didn't know uh, Spade, and I wasn't hip to his style. And I bet if I, I bet if I was, ju- I know I was a judge on that. I bet I didn't go with Spade because I didn't get it at the time. And I, yeah. I bet I was. I was a big force behind you winning that. I wonder because <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know Spade, and like that shit was all different to me. I did, that was like yeah. a new world for me. I, I love he, Spade. Totally. He's like, like uh, he has I, such a style that's all his own yes. too. Right, like right, just, right. you know, at the time, facet. just that super chill, like kind of lazy, swingy drums, yeah. and just you know, um, amazing stuff. But I'm, you know, I'm just sitting here in the back of my mind, like you know, what what can I smack the crowd with right now, just yeah. to kind of overtake them. Absolutely. Um, and then from there, I mean, we started doing uh, fresh produce stuff at the basement at Atomic. Um, and that kind of turned into the beat meat. I know you guys were he was joking <laughs> about it the other day. Uh, beat meat was super fun, though, man. Uh, the first one was in, what was it, 09. Um, and uh, he kind of built it as like an educational thing, right? You know, come uh-huh. see how everybody makes it. <laughs> Um, so that was super cool. It's like um, a track meet, not like a, a, a gross right. <laughs> wiener <laughs> reference. Exactly. <laughs> like it, it, it totally made sense to me, but obviously, like uh, you could totally misrepresent that as anything you want to be. <laughs> um, so that was super cool. Um, outside of that, like I've competed uh, when I was out in New Jersey. I was in the top of New Jersey beat battle. Yeah. Uh, got a chance to showcase in Manhattan at one of Illmind's Black Battles. Nice. That was right. super fun. Um, and then came back from there. Got to do uh, Ben Spine and his crew did the eye for an eye battle. I got to get down with that. And, um, ended up doing runner up to that to the Total Chaos gentlemen. Nice. Uh, shout out to them. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and then just kind of moving into you know doing all the uh, Sean moving up with fresh produce and fruit of the boom and uh, all that good stuff. But there's one battle I think that we can't gloss over, and that is um, the battle that me and JBJR had, <laughs> yeah. which was in Hip Hopper's Holiday 1, which, that 2009? if, if, if you ask me, was the quintessential, this is the battle of battles. I don't know that there's ever been a better beat battle that night. Not only did um, Splitface come out and get rolled by Trifecta, who like, oh, brought a horn player on stage. He brought, the, he brought DJ Nooney oh, on stage, man. man. <laughs> he brought Nooney on stage. Oh, uh, my which God. was phenomenal. Like, with trombone, like, dude. This shit was yeah, crazy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm never had a chance, time machine dude. back then. That's right? Oh, that was phenomenal. Jesus. And I think like um, that was, I've never seen, I guess at the time it was probably the Foxhole. Uh-huh. Um, it was just this, if, for whoever was listening, that's that little sidebar that ended up becoming the bootleg and yada yada yada. So at the time and whatever it ends up being now, right. because I'm sure exactly. this, if you're listening back to this a year from now, <laughs> it could be a whole new place. Totally. <laughs> um, so uh, I, I don't. I mean, the entire spot was jam packed. Like you know, Trifecta just went, and you know, him and Nate had their battle. 
porn player, and all of a sudden, me and JBGR gotta go. So <laughs> I gotta give all the love in the world to JBGR. He pulled Appreciate out the that, battle. Man. He pulled Appreciate it out. I was new into like, that. We had that crowd man. split. Like we had the crowd split. They were going crazy. I've never heard a crowd that loud. It was just uh, it was too much fun. So JBGR, thank you for um, having one of the best battles, in my opinion, in St. Louis beat battle history. With Absolutely, you. It was great man. Absolutely, it's a pleasure, man. And dude, like I, said, I was new in the scene, dude. Like. I was making shit on like like on a shitty ass laptop <laughs> that I had from school from ITT Tech. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I went there. Yes, I did. And uh, <laughs> yes, I did. Oh, uh, motherfucker. Uh, but uh, anyway, that's a whole different story. Um, yeah, man. Like, and, and you know, just going up against Ben, dude. And then just like listening to you and Trifecta like go at it. I ended up losing Trifecta like that night. Came in second to Trifecta. Well, I mean, it's hard fact. to beat Trifecta. Yeah, man. Related, dude. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like the, the man is a genius when it comes to beat battle. Like, that's just phenomenal. what it is, man. So talented. And it's, it's just like when me and you guys, I was like, oh shit. I was like, I'm going against Ben Bounce. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Uh, <laughs> I was kind of, I was just kind of like shit, and then I just played what I played. Kind of like, well, I can see what happens, and only like my best friend, he had came into town and actually heard it, and he was like, "What the fuck is going on?" And he was like, "I've never seen shit like that." And then ever since then, man, like, like he'll tell you that's like, that's literally how I kind of like got my name known out there because me and Ben and like everyone's like, "Who the fuck is this guy? This young dude going against?" Ben bounced out of nowhere. Like, who the fuck is this dude? And <laughs> and that's and that's and that's how much clout like Ben Bounce actually does hold, man. As far as like being legendary in these battles, like you I mean you hear the beats right now. The man nice with the shit, so he he not <laughs> slops with he he not slops like <laughs> far from it. The man is great. Like I definitely would say that was probably hands down the most memorable battle outside of me. The last battle I had with uh. Uh, Sky Styles. Uh, it's probably like the two most memorable battles I probably had. Period, yeah. hands down. Like and yeah, it, was, it was it was too much fun. And I think that's one thing you can say about the scene too is, you know, everybody's pushing everybody to get better and, right. and you know go to that next level and come out and showcase and try to take the roof off. And yes, absolutely. That was just one of those times where it was you know that's I love the St. Louis scene. I miss it terribly. Um, between the camaraderie and the talent and the uh, participation, it's just, it's so great. And I don't think anybody really realizes how awesome they have it there. It is pretty spectacular. <laughs> yeah, you, Thank you. You appreciate that, man. I mean, people don't understand, like, and I, I'll say, I like, I really do think this is probably the most consistent shit I've seen, like, within the St. Louis scene. It's, and people has been, like, like me and Matt was talking about, like, like that last Fresh Fruit Produce we just had this past Wednesday, like, literally standing room only yeah like, it was That's crazy great. dude like it was like packed to capacity like it was like i ain't never seen shit like it like to be honest with you it was like it was definitely refreshing to see that many people interested in this culture to come out here and just come out right i mean one you can't be free you know you can't be free at all but just for people to just come out and just supporting just what we got. I mean, yeah. you know, and then we you know we can all appreciate because we all came up through the same yeah. gauntlet. You know, so it's like mm -hmm. for us, it's a different kind of appreciation. I, so I like, wish we had the, I wish we had the battles of the past right now a little bit because the battles right? used to be a little more like cutthroat than they are. Woo! I feel like maybe I'm maybe I'm out of touch or something, or maybe I'm looking for a different <laughs> thing. I feel you know what you know what I know you know what. 
I felt the same way. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Because I was thinking like, because I was thinking, because I was thinking like, man, I remember when it was me, Trifecta, Ben Bounce, mm. when we were all in it, and we was just going at each other's necks and shit, and how this shit. But was even like, like just if you think about like the weekly, uh, just the weekly things we would do on Thursdays. You remember like Top the Fonz would get up there and dude, just, yeah, my, just my, have so much. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my like, boy Larry, I, I man. Those, like, that's what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> shout out to Top the Fonz, man. We had so much fun, and even nights where we didn't battle, like Sean would open it up, and be like, hey, who's got a beat tonight yeah you know who wants to throw a beat on and you know we would all sit there and and like vibe out to each other's beats like that's like i i that's what i missed that too like every thursday i knew for a fact that like i could go into atomic on a thursday night i could get a delicious cold beer and i could sit down and i could see trifecta and i could see jbjr i could see top i could see total chaos i could see you know whoever wanted to come through could come through and you know we're not criticizing anybody you come through you play your stuff you know see what kind of reaction you get and see what you got so yeah you know that's just super cool Exactly. I mean, like I said, and it's the same way. And I mean, I met Matt when he went by Cracker Tracks. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Cracker Tracks. Oh, I still had the sickest tag that anybody's ever had, man. My tag, killing. <laughs> and, and then, okay. like, then he was like, "Oh so shit, he got the beast to match." I'm like, "Oh shit, who the fuck is this guy?" I'm like, "Oh, he's an engineer." Like, "Oh, this man's nice." Oh yeah, I like his shit. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man. I mean, like I said, it's just a different appreciation. You know, like, like people like my, Matt and myself, and you know, then you know, did you been, and then you know, who and everyone else that's involved. You know, it's it really is a different appreciation when you seeing like where you came from. Starting people are really yeah. starting to like gravitate back to because for a while, like it did stop. Yeah, like it stopped and then tapered off, and fell off, and then we decided to bring it back, and then we brought it back like. With a vengeance well, we that, did it for like yeah. two yeah. years, and now we're it's like it's on hyper speed. It's like yeah, everybody's you guys are doing it right. Full man. on, it's so amazing. Yep. So, just so you guys know, the logo looks great. The website looks great. Appreciate like, it. Appreciate you guys it. are killing it. Thanks, just man. Know that you guys have uh, are doing it right right now for sure. It's, Thank uh, you. Know, Appreciate you that. You guys are absolutely doing it, especially. You know that, and you can draw a crowd doing that stuff, and that's not for everybody. But people want to come out and rock with you guys because you guys are killing it. So Fuck that's yeah. all. Exactly. Thanks, Appreciate man. that, man. Appreciate that. So as of right now, man, you know, I know, like you say, you know, be having things going on. You know, especially you being a family man now and living, you know, up north yeah. at this point, man. So uh, tell us, like, how's the so you came from this scene and you moved to a whole different scene? Sure. Uh, I know you've at one point you stayed a good amount of time in Washington State. So mm-hmm. tell us, I mean, so tell us a little bit. Like, did you see any kind of a scene, any kind of music scene in Seattle, like, or in Yakima, or anywhere that you yeah. stayed in Washington in general? Like, what, like, what are your experience, or if you had any experiences there? Like, sure. how, like, tell us a little bit about that. I'll be honest. I wish I had a much better answer for you guys on that. Um, it's we when we moved here from St. Louis, we moved to Yakima. Mm-hmm. Yakima is about two and a half hours outside of Seattle. So. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of the scene that I saw from Seattle was, you know, mostly via videos and stuff like that and things that I had, you know, thought I might get a chance to maybe go up there and do. Uh, and every once in a while, I'd go see the homie Paces Lift up there and we would try to um, maybe spend some 45s, have some fun. Uh, recently, we just relocated from Yakima. We're in Vancouver now, so we're right across wow. the river from Portland. Uh, and there is a scene in Portland, so I'm just trying to figure out, like, uh, how do I get in? You know, kind of like... Uh, when I first came back from uh, um, from Colorado and was, yeah. you know, started dying to meet up, and um, that's a great story about how that, you know, I, I heard you talking to Sean about how the BSS got started. And uh-huh. I was totally going through that in my brain, 
Um, so I'm in kind of a similar situation now, only now I have, you know, a, I work 50 hours a week and I'm dad the rest of the time. Yeah. Um, of being able to get out and meet people and do different stuff. So, but there is a scene in Portland and I'm super excited to, um, to dig through here. Um, as soon as I can score a couple free nights, we'll take the lady out and go bum around and yeah. see what we can't see over there. I bet. Nice, nice, That'd nice. That'd be great. So could you tell us a little bit about the records that you've been involved in making? Yeah, for sure, man. Um, so, the first record that came out, and it's um, the first solo I ended up doing was I Disciple the Compass. Yeah. And that was with the Homie Conflict. Um, before that, the first, like, I guess, placement or um, actual song I did was actually for the Homie Night Owl uh-huh. there in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Um, when he put out his double disc, the Spoiled Rotten uh, disc, I had a track on that. Um, nice. What's he called it? And I Like or something like that. It was really good. Uh, and Matt actually did the mix on that. On nice. That track, if I remember right. Um, but yeah, we dropped the compass. We dropped that in fall of 08. Um, you know, great stories with that. Kevin uh, Conflict was uh, was driving trucks at the time. And for some reason, like, uh, had lost his job. I can't remember what it was. But he would write, like, while he was on the road. So, you know, whenever you got fired or quit or whatever it was, they'd give you a bus ticket back. And I was like, dude, just take the bus ticket, come to St. Louis, and let's start recording this record. Yeah. So uh, I booked out a week or something, like four days of that, and mm. came down, and we started recording that. Um, I, that's will probably always be one of my favorite records, just because it was the first one, and um, the time it took, and the pain of giving getting Kevin back and forth from Colorado multiple times. <laughs> um, but that was a great record. Uh, it got a lot of pretty good... Um, a lot of pretty good response. Uh, I got bootlegged right off the bat, so I knew I did something right. Nice. Um, oh, shit. When I, you know, you, yeah, you, you know when you search yourself online, you're like, wait a minute, how did my stuff get on, you know, somebody, somebody, hip hop, something, something? I was like, what is this? Like, you know, and I, I remember I texted NATO and I was like, yo, NATO, should I like be offended by this? Should I like go chase these guys down? And uh, he's like, nah, man, it just means that you did something the right way and everybody wants a piece of that. I'm like, all right, fair enough. <laughs> uh, so that was cool. Um, next record, obviously, was with the homie Jersey. Uh, we dropped the 1221 uh, Inches record. Okay. Again, like both those records were kind of labors of love. Um, you know, got a whole lot out on the table. Um, right after that, we dropped uh, Steady's Style Like Mine record. That yeah. was in fall of 09. Um, that was a, a big launching point for Steady and myself. Um, and DJ Moff, too. Like the three of us kind of really made a cool record. Shout out um, to Steady and Moff. That, my, yeah, that record. Shout out to I, them. That record Indie means ground. a whole lot to me, man. My uh, the, my dad died when we were making that record, and it was like, oh man, it was oh, the man. biggest. Uh, like it meant so much to me f- to make that record with yeah. you guys at the time. It was awesome. I love yeah, that record. It, and it, um, it's such a good record. There were, and you know, it's so it's funny that you say that because everything came together on that record mm-hmm. in a way that I hadn't really seen on other records. Like I remember, man, on the compass and on inches. I mean, we really had to sit down and, and hammer out mixes. Yeah. Um, but something about that record, like we did a first pass and we did a second pass, and it was pretty much good. Yeah. Um, like, and it was amazing. And I think you know, first time Steady really got to get in there and really do work in a pro studio environment like that. You know, getting Moff in there, um, and and just the way that that record sounded it had such a good. And of course, as this instrumental comes on in the background, um, <laughs> uh, it was. Uh, and I just remember me and you sitting in there, you laying down the guitar for no matter how, yeah, uh, like us doing like all the weird like spaceship stuff for Kenneth Arnold, like you doing this really weird like 
low low end of like this the spaceship underneath like man we just did some cool stuff uh on that record and that was just a really fun Fuck fun yeah. time no that was amazing um, yeah it was uh and then uh after that did some stuff with earthworms matthias um uh let's see and then uh, i started just doing instrumental stuff really i got to work with uh paces lift you could also know him as uh as nathan Womack. or just nate <laughs> nate dog nathan uh he's the founder what, what? of wax thematic 932 absolutely all that stuff hillbilly uh, bombshell we dropped, uh, yeah uh we dropped a joint called quick trigger um we dropped it and actually got it pressed on vinyl which hey wait was the first, can you, can you uh, say that us. again say that one more time quick trigger which one <laughs> quick trigger i love it oh my god that's my favorite record man yeah and, and I, we did i don't think either of us thought truly that it was gonna do what it did uh mm. i certainly have never actually sold out of a record but we sold out uh, yeah, of that nice. record um you know we sold vinyl you know, sold vinyl, out of yeah, vinyl we sold, i don't know 300 plus pieces and there's I mean, and that's and that you know, I have I don't even know how many hundreds of CDs I still have sitting in boxes in my garage. Oh, but, you got CDs you know, of that? To, oh shit! Oh, not not of that, just of of, of oh. compass and inches and, um, but like those are, I mean, it was gone. Like I'd never seen anything like that. Um, but uh, and then uh, let's see. After that, we did a uh, death and taxes, uh, with the homie DJ Who and the homie Spark Wanda, aka yeah. Dusty Wallace. Hey, yeah, yeah. Um, another uh labor of love but another joint that um needed to happen man and again like something about that uh record just uh sits with me man the beats that a lot of them were you know i made at a weird time when i was in jersey uh-huh um they've got a cool sound to them and and spark just kind of was able to you know lay out his feelings we also did a if i remember we did a birthday session yep. right around that time too and yep. we had a, a gang of people come through and, and rap on that so yeah, super fun. Um, just a really good record too. I'm I'm always bummed out though that we never really did enough with that um, and got it out there more to the masses. And and everybody's busy. Sean's got the DJ thing. Spark does the Sparky thing. Yeah, he's a hot dog. Um, but yeah, he's hot dog. Uh, I I think he. Uh, I wish we would have gotten that out more um, and really let that record shine a little bit because I think it's it deserved better than what it uh, ended up getting. Uh, and then there uh, may or may not be another split face or uh, paces of fin bounce record yeah. uh, coming out soon. I'm I'm not really allowed to talk too much about it right now, but, uh, <laughs> but it maybe. may or may not be finished. And it may or may not uh, be coming out at some point in the, in the not <laughs> I can't wait, man. I've I've heard nothing but amazing uh, reviews. I don't want to hear the record until it comes out, but I can't wait. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, um, it is, you know if we're able to uh, pull off the the vinyl colors and the different stuff, it's gonna look beautiful. It's gonna sound beautiful. So we're super excited to uh, get it into everyone's hands. Yeah, nice. a lot of people love Quick Trigger, man. I didn't even know like like you're a homie and I know you listen to the music, but you love Quick Trigger. Like, I you love used to like Quick send Triggers. me pictures no. of like. You, I listen you to it all the in time. the kitchen. Like that's what I'm saying. It's like you're, I turn you're, like, it on. it's my cooking record. Yeah, no, um, I turn your record on. And that's on. awesome. I probably guys streamed like, uh, it a hundred times. That's what's <laughs> up. And guys like Dead is Disco, who is just he's a grumpy old man, but for some reason like literally loves that record. And hey. and I love it when when your artwork can actually speak to somebody like that. Yeah, right, right, um, right. really just makes me happy. Like we you know, we spent a good time on that and we made some really good beats, but mm -hmm. you know, you never really think you're gonna really touch somebody's touch somebody's, you know, soul like that. And that's that's awesome, man. And I, I love it. And I 
hope we can do that again with this next record. Yeah, Absolutely. no, I'm sure you guys will. It's uh, like I said, I've heard nothing but amazing reviews headed up to it. Yeah, I can't wait to Sweet. listen to it, man, for real. Like, it was, from just from what it sounded like, it sounded like it's going to be a great piece of art just to just to have, man. So yeah, yeah. I'm definitely for sure. I definitely want to uh, check that out when it drops, man, for real, for real. Hell yeah. I'll have to get you and Splitface to get on and talk about Quick Trigger and then maybe get you guys to talk about a new Quick Trigger. (laughs) (laughs) Not a new Quick Trigger, but your new record, whatever it is. I I know he's excited to do that, and I know know we want to try to do that in person, though. So I know we're going to shoot to come down and be in studio with you guys at some point soon. Oh, Ben, this is all just part of a trap. Having you on today just pulled you into my ploy. It's a trap. Right. No, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm a sucker for, for for an invite, for sure. Yes. There you go. There you go. So uh, tell us a little bit more about just um, in general, man. Like, um, clearly, as we're here right now, man, you're a sample head. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, it's true. And, and, no, myself included. Uh, Give us your thoughts on just sampling in general, man. Like your feelings on sampling, like the kind of records you tend to go for. I mean, you just say, you know, yeah. like you say, you go for like stuff that's, you know, international, uh, international kind of sound when you sample. So just right. give us just your insight, man, just on sampling in general, because you definitely are a huge sample head like myself. So just so people can yeah. understand, like where they come from, like with your technique. If you want to give that out, you don't have to understand. Yeah. People got their secrets, but yeah, yeah no, just, um, just speak no, about it. You know, I. Had- I got no secrets, man. You know, if anybody wants to sit down with me, they're always welcome to. Um, as far as records I choose or tracks, um, I, I don't think I'm, I try not to put myself in a box too much. Obviously some of the international styles, they have different percussion and different instruments. And, you know, there was a time when a lot of different countries were doing like knockoff American psych mm-hmm. and knockoff, you know, stuff like that, where they're trying to emulate some of these sounds that Americans are going for, but they were doing it in a whole different way. Yeah. Um, so it, it has a totally different sound. So if you can like dig up some of that really cool stuff, you know, you're going to come up on some really cool sounds. Um, I've been a l- really into prog and psych and really weird rock. Um, <laughs> okay, okay. I found that some of that stuff is is fun to dig through. Um, I love like female folk vocalists. Yeah, you do. <laughs> it sounds silly, uh, but you that's always it, fun. Yeah, you do. Uh, I couldn't I, do I, it. I appreciate it, man. Um, and then uh, I mean, soul records are cool, but I feel like a ton, you know, ten thousand people go for the soul records. So it's mm-hmm. like I try to maybe go a different route i mean obviously if i find something i'm just like oh my god like that's you know that's the loop right there like that's the one then yeah of course we'll we'll, we'll knock it out but um but i mean if you know we can go find the 1971 overland choir performing something you know i'm saying who knows like maybe there's something dope in there and right i guarantee you they're not going to look for any kind of sample rights or anything (laughs) on that um and then uh as far as like process um I think I'm definitely going to let the sample kind of lead the way. Um, mm. You know, I a lot of people will do their drums first or things like that. Um, I've never had the hardest hitting drums um, until, until I come in and see Matt. Then Matt helps me, you know, get those into a better place. Shout but, out to uh, Matt. But, <laughs> shout out to Matt. So, okay, so, Aww, so, uh, thanks, guys. Uh, so, so uh, I, I'll probably just, you know, I, I, I let... I try to let the drums accompany the sample however they are supposed to accompany the sample. Like yeah. I'm not going to try to push it to make it a super banger or whatever it is if it doesn't necessarily need to be a super banger, you know? And mm. um, I think the biggest thing that drives me is feeling. Um, and if I can get a good feeling or a good vibe from what I'm creating, uh, then I've done it. You know, I've done it the right way. Um, 
so kind of process wise I'll, I'll find a sample i'll drop it in and i'll chop the crap out of it man like mm. i you know if i have a track i'm probably going to chop it 50 to 60 times i want little bitty pieces i want those one-off single note piano hits you know because you can kind of spread those over the course of the whole song and really make it into your own creation like i you know i'm trying not to pull a puff daddy and just do a straight you know loop of whatever it is and you know hey look at this super great beat i made um but it's you know try to make it something your own rearrange it reconstruct it you know mm -hmm. make it awesome um and take those sounds and make them um make them legit you know not legit uh bring them back to life and in, in a different way and right, right, right. um give them breathe life back into it so exactly. uh and it's super fun for me man i i love sampling um i respect anybody that does not um appreciate sampling i get that a lot of people feel like you know original work is where it's at and that's cool but from a hip-hop head who's you know tried to his listen historically back as far as i can go like sampling has been a part of hip-hop forever it's the reason um, why hip-hop exists. Know, that's what i'm saying and if you uh it's what the dj did think about the breaks think about all that like that's just kind of part of what this is um and uh i'm more than happy to continue to help that part of the culture live and hopefully i can add to that oh i definitely think you add to it <laughs> like 100 percent, man it's just like you know like like I said, like we're hearing literally right now, everything is like clean, and I love like that sound that you got, man. Like it's like a real like a smooth type of like a hip hop sound, but it's like really clean, and I love clean sound and stuff, and I love it. Like I like I love how like that just like how I'm hearing like everything's mixed down just right, and how everything's just like right in line, like how you like it. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, like, I, I mean, I, I'd like to take credit for that, but in all honesty, again. Uh, a lot of these records that I've done have all been with Matt and you know Matt hey. kind of knows my knows my flow and knows my I like to delay crap into each other and let's do ver this verb on oh, this yeah. and this verb on this and like oh, that's and your Matt style, is, but you help uh, me make that's that what happen. I'm saying um, and uh, and Matt's always been awesome at helping me kind of develop my sound and do it in a way that I can keep it clean like that uh, and at the same time, you know, have an awesome product with with how I want it to sound. So Matt is very right. patient with me, <laughs> and we have have built a great mixing relationship yeah. over the years. So there it's awesome. Go. I think we're patient with each other. I think it takes a lot of <laughs> patience on both sides. <laughs> I mean, but it, but it works, man. Like how I'm hearing, man. Like everything is sounding great. So, so if anyone ever want to question Max uh, mixing work, please just listen to these beats right here. It tells, oh, you how sure. good, it tells you how good the man is. Like, the man good, <laughs> yeah, like, it's worth a reason. I am Subpro's biggest cheerleader. I absolutely am their biggest cheerleader. They uh, have been nothing but good to me since, you know, I, I first talked to the homie Pizzazz, and Pizzazz is like, yo, you know, go talk to talk to Matt. And Hell then yeah. that's when me and, me and Matt realized we're, our past history together. And, you know, ever since then, what was that? 06, 07, and we've been rocking for, you know, a decade plus uh, yeah. with Subpro. So it's been awesome. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> and you know, I'm saying? It's just like, say, just, I, I just appreciate, you know, you know, you sticking with, you know, especially with the style. It's real, it's true hip hop, and I love true yeah, hip hop. True man. hip hop. So I love it. I love that sound, man. I, no, really I appreciate do. that. Absolutely. I appreciate it. I do. Ben can't be corrupted either, man. I've tried to make him, like, make other kinds of beats and sell his beats to people and make him <laughs> do all kinds of ben, Ben's Ben's real, like, he, he holds him tight. You know, he's got a real. Uh, I hold him tight, man. I, I, I would much rather make a super cool project and give him away than I would ever try to make money off him legitimately. Yeah. Um, you know, I wouldn't mind a little bit of scratch, but it's like, you know, whatever. In the end, it's like, you make a really cool record. 
Um, God, I didn't even talk about the Crows record. I totally like skipped over Brett Gretzky. Oh, Brett Gretzky. We about I talked about Brett Gretzky. Hey, hey, talk about yeah, it, man. Speaking of far out in J Bomb. Uh, yeah, Crows, man. It's like, um, I, uh, I did a track for Far Out that was called Skipping. Um, and, uh, I, I don't know. I got back from New Jersey and I saw him, I think, randomly one night at, um, where were we? Pinnacle or something. Sure, that sounds um, about And he's out. like, yo, he's like, yeah, he's like, me and J-Bob are doing this. Like, you want to give us some beats? I'm like, you know, let's just do a whole project. Because um, I would much rather just do a whole record than, like, you know, try to be a part of a sound or whatever. Like, let's just create something yeah. that has its own sound. And I think that's why, like, I love doing records front to back. Because you get that continuity and you kind of have that ability to pick out the beats that you want and the rhymes that you want to make it all work and have it be like a fully like emotional project and like you can invest a full you know you're you're all into it mm-hmm. uh and uh you know those two guys are a bunch of silly fuckers but they are fantastic yeah um and uh yeah j-bomb is fantastic so is eric so yeah peace to far out and peace to j-bomb they made a really cool record in crows Shout uh, out to Neil. and uh it sounded really good and peace to dj moff and again uh, indie ground for um releasing that it was really really fun absolutely Fuck yeah, man! I love Crows. That's there's so many good records on that that I think, man. I I, I really hope like they're coming back. They're getting ready to start doing more stuff. I hope that there's a good resurgence and that those records get kind of noticed a little more, like they should. Hell yeah! Yeah, I would love that. Yeah, it's 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 a good record, man. And those two can do some good work. Yeah, they I both, know they're they both kind of do their solo thing and then kind of you know go and fly out and then come back together and do their stuff like that's cool um, well they're they're both living yeah. in denver now or right in the denver area i saw now, that so that i saw that should that's, be that's trouble that's trouble is what it is <laughs> so question man so i usually kind of ask this uh question um of people and especially since, you, since you've been in the scene yourself man i definitely want to know your opinion on it so for sure what are your feelings just as you've been in it and you just now kind of looking out and on the outside looking in what are your feelings on like on like how on like the producers scene in st louis like how do you how do you feel about that in general like what are your i f- mean sure I, I think that it's not a lot of places that you can get the kind of response that they do in st louis which is weird because like people who do shows all day in st louis and you might not fill the room mm-hmm. but you get a bunch of producers in a room and all of a sudden you're selling out the room and you know, doing a free show and doing drinks. And it's like, you know, just like when we had our battle, JB, back in 09, like who Mm. knew that we were going to have the biggest room of the entire show? Right. You know, like (laughs) we probably, me and you probably had the biggest crowd of that entire event. Yeah. Um, Which says something, man. You know, we had, you know, a couple hundred people packed into that room to watch producers. Yeah. Yeah, we did. You know, and that's crazy because, you know, St. Louis in general just isn't the best at supporting their artists. Um, but it seems as though they're really good at supporting their producers and listening to what they have to say. So I think that's pretty cool. And again, kind of what I said earlier, man, not everywhere has that kind of scene right. or that kind of support or the kind of producers that want to participate in and do that and have it be about community and have it be about scene right. um, and doing it for the good and for the love of doing it. It's just not a common thing. It's In, in fact, it's incredibly uncommon. Um, and you guys have, like I said, like you guys have a great thing going and I'm trying to find that. And I think, you know, I think some things may exist out here, but nothing, I don't think that's going to be as close to what you guys have going there and what you guys have, have had, you know, I mean, I know there was a, a hiatus there, but even in that time, like Ben doing the eye for an eye battle, like, you know, he, they tried to kind of do things to bridge the gap Yeah. Uh, when maybe Sean wasn't able to do it anymore. And then, you know, kind of the resurgence of, of fruit of the boom and, um, 
uh, just fresh produce and it's just awesome. So I think you guys have a great scene there. I think you guys are just killing it, uh, like I said. And um, my thoughts would be that you guys are doing great. And I'm really happy that St. Louis continues to support and that um, it's just growing and you guys are at a new venue and doing new great things. Like, I feel like, you get, you know, we've been doing this for so long, but you guys are like just at the beginning stages of like where this could really go. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. And so, yeah, just excited to see where else it might go. You know, I think Sean was talking about like, Sending it off and doing like Fruit of the Boom Denver, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Or like Fresh Produce Denver, like yep. having it at another location, like what? Like that's just crazy, but that's awesome. Like, oh no, yeah, that's yeah. the goal. And, and you guys are killing it, and it's it's well deserved. You guys are all been working hard, and I hope uh, people continue to to jump on board and come see. Hell Everybody yeah. who's listening, make sure you come out and watch. Yeah. Watch the producers produce. <laughs> man, we do it, and, and shit gets competitive, man. Like, like one of the battles, like I think it was like the one, the first or second times we ever been at the Monaco when we had uh, who was that? Eight effects and was it eight effects and Sachi? I think I'm not sure. I don't... It was like it went like four rounds, like four or five. Oh, beats. yeah, it was like, What the fuck? Yeah, nice. it was. It was eight effects, it was eight effects and Sachi. I was like, Maybe oh, it was shit. the first one there because I, I think that so. One. Yeah, dude, I think it may have been the first one there. Yeah, that's wild. I want to see eight effects and Corey Grinberg go up, go up against each other. Fuck yeah, dude, it's gonna be a good one. Hell yeah, dude, that's gonna be <laughs> fucking great, man. Dude, like, you know what I love is that I don't even know who you guys are talking about, and I think it's awesome. Yeah, it's like no, I the, lo- there's like all these new producers that are like just getting out there, and you guys are like, oh yeah, I can't wait to see you know so and so go up against so and so, and it's like, but I, I just I just love it. Like we are consistently having new guys come out and killing it, and that's that's awesome. Like listen yeah. to the excitement that you guys are just talking about. No, so I think I, I what, my, one of my things I've been really thinking what we need to do with. Uh, with the fre- with the fruit of the boom is start at least p- putting um, a fresh produce version of the podcast out and podcast and recording the whole thing that we do live so that people can hear the battles uh, that'd like be happen. Do- that'd you know, be we dope. can broadcast yeah. it on here real easy. So hell yeah, that, maybe that's because like I didn't even think about that. Like Ben doesn't even know who eight effects and, and Cor- Corey's uh, Corey Grinberg's just won the last months. He won nice. what was it August? Please, uh, so yeah. Um, so uh, he's he's new, but but Eight Effects has won like three or four times back in uh, nice. last over the last year or so. Yeah, and nice. That's awesome. They're just funky guys. They kind of got like a a, a, a craft work kind of uh, vibe or something okay. like that. Yeah, um, hey, nothing wrong with that, dude. I'm a craft work fan for yeah, sure. Yeah, so it's something else, you know. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Uh, something else I wanted to ask. I'm gonna let me add because it's something that was on tip of my tongue. Go ahead, man. Go take it for a second. <laughs> hey, so when's the next time you think that um, you're gonna be back in town and we, we can maybe uh, have you come in and uh, come yeah. on us? Um, for sure. Uh, I it's just it's so hard to just because we keep moving. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like we'll save up money and then we'll move and it's like we're all over the place. We had planned to come back this fall. Uh, but we kind of had to dip into that so we could get out of Yakima and here into Vancouver. Yeah. Um, so we would love to to come back because I mean, honest, I, I have not been back since we left. Have you made? Uh, you been making beats like for battles yeah. that you could come and like jump honest, on a fresh produce? No, <laughs> no. not a bit. None. Oh. It's. Uh, but I mean, if if I you know, but if I knew I was coming home, I would probably do like a thirty and thirty. Hell and yeah! Come home with just a stack of stuff, <laughs> um, more than anything, just to try out. Because Matt knows this, that's just how I work. I'll just do thirty beats at a time and then not do any work for like six months. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, we both would love to come home. Yeah. We miss everybody a ton. It's just, every, you know, that's where our, a lot of our really good homies are and sure. our families. So mm-hmm. um, I have not been back. She was able to come back for a quick re- uh, weekend. Yeah, uh, I saw that. So, I, yeah. But, um, but it'd be great. Yeah, you need to come back and get in we, this battle, show these whippersnappers how to, how to get down. <laughs> <Yeah>. Whipper, whippersnappers. <laughs> that's great. Uh, 
yeah, I'm old. It's cool. We got this. Yo, man. But uh, you know, one last thing I want to ask you, man. Then we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up, my brother. Is uh, tell us uh where people can hit you up in and check out any music that you have, man. Whether it's been past stuff or current stuff, man, or sure anything, man. Like go ahead and promote yourself, plug your stuff, man. Tell me where people can find yeah. you or anything like that. I mean, you guys know me. I'm not really big for plugs or anything else. Um, I mean, I would just say go out and cop the records that are out there. Uh, you can always just do a search for me, Ben Bounce, I guess, on the Google. Um, and uh, yeah, look for I Disciple the Compass. Most of the stuff you can probably find out there somewhere for free. Um, if not, or let me know and I'll bring some CDs to you. Yeah, nice. um, definitely do that. Yeah. Uh, but you could, I would just say for right now, man, you can check out waxthematic.com. I know Nathan's doing a whole lot of really good stuff. Um, outside of just doing the quick trigger record, he did a record uh, by uh, called Moratuga. Um, and I can't think of the dude's name out of Denver, but he's super fresh. And he nice. has another record coming out by this guy named Noel Brass Jr., okay. uh, who kind of is an ambient, kind of spacey, really cool synth stuff. So, okay. um, yeah, I would probably say check out uh, check out Wax the Medic, check out uh, all Nate's good stuff that he's got cooking. And you know me, man, I'll just pop in and out and we'll have some fun. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So, uh, any social media anyone can check you out on in particular? Nah, I don't really put myself out there. Uh, but if anybody if anybody wants to get a hold of me, they are welcome to email me at benbounce at gmail or hit me up on the Facebook, I guess. And uh, I'm always down for collabs. Honestly, I probably got 150 beats in a folder. So if anybody yeah. you know wants wants to do anything, they're welcome. Um, and uh, yeah, and just want to touch on this, like just so everybody knows, me and Matt have made beats together too. Yeah. I don't, we don't talk about this enough. Um, I think hey. when, when me and Matt actually got, we've only made like five or six beats yeah. together, um, but we made some some killers, man. They're, they're I, that dummy. just popped in my head. Yeah, um, hell yeah. You know, and we named them a whole lot of stupid names, but man, they sounded <laughs> like a million bucks. There's some good beats in there. I've, I'm, I I know we sold only a beat I ever them, sold. Guess, only <laughs> legit beat I ever sold was with you. You made me sell it. You're like, yo, let's sell this to crap. <laughs> he never wanted to like, do it again. <laughs> Well, it was the problem is, like, it was such a good beat. And it's like, and I, I've never even heard the finished product, you know, to this day. Oh, but, no. Uh, oh, man. It's cool, man. You know, but it's, you I'll know, find we it did and it. send That's, it to you. Yeah, it's all good, man. It's all good. <laughs> um, but, yeah, me and Matt had a lot of fun making beats. I hope we can do that again sometime soon. That's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. We're definitely, man. We truly do appreciate you being our first call-in guest that we've ever had. Yeah. So we truly not bad. A little, off to a rough start, but I think I, I think I finished strong. So I oh, I think right. you did great the whole time. <laughs> yeah, you did perfectly fine, brother. I promise you that. But thank you again, man. We 100% appreciate. It. We truly, truly do, man. You know, just having a, a fellow veteran be uh, be battle expert, man, that's been in the scene and give insight and playing awesome music that you hear right now. Like, so people, please, you know, like all artists, you know, like say. If you want to get some hard ass beats like everyone you ever heard, Ben Bounce included, don't hesitate to hit them up. Please, like, yeah. contact them, you know, collab with them, network with them. You know, if you got some break, you know, like, if that's what they're about, break them off some money. And go to Fresh and Produce. Go, to go Fresh, Fresh Produce, produce too, man. Yeah. Please up. do, man. Like, it's, I'm telling you, man, we got it's talented people out here in St. Louis, man. And even like my people that stay in Chicago, Kansas City, Memphis, close by. Come out, shit. You know, like I say, it's, come out. You no, know, like it's like it's it's a three to four hour drive, depending on where you at, man. Like you know, <laughs> you know come on, plus hundred dollar cash prize and studio time here at Suburban Pro can't beat that. Nah, man, come out. Oh yeah. So That's definitely prices. come out. So yeah, man. Nice. But, you guys, it's it's. Uh, I appreciate everything. Uh, you guys are obviously awesome. Keep doing an awesome job. You guys are killing it. 
And uh, thanks for having me on, man. Oh, I love you guys, you. and hopefully I'll see you guys soon. Hopefully early next year I'll be back to say hi. Perfect. That sounds great. Absolutely, man. We truly appreciate it. But that's definitely been another episode of the Fruit of the Moon podcast, episode 13. Baker's Dozen. Yes, sir. So it's your boy, <laughs> JBJR. It's your boy, Matt Sawicki. And thanks again. Check you out later. Check, 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 check you out later. Wicked app. Holla at you. Peace. Peace, y'all. <laughs>